0: listen honey all right i really want you guys to lean in and listen up because this is a very special podcast that has to do with something that i've actually always had questions about but i never knew anybody i could turn to and that is about dreams so when i was growing up i had wildly vivid dreams i mean the kinds that would wake me up in sheer terror the kinds that would have me daydreaming all day trying to figure out answers and then as I got older, I, today actually, I noticed that I don't dream like that anymore and I kind of miss it because it felt like my mind was alive and that there was adventure and I don't have that anymore. So today I have a guest that's going to help me unpack what my dreams are about and actually help you guys understand more of the dreams that you guys submitted in my DMs for us to break down and decode. This is Teresa Chung. She's written the wildly popular best-selling Dream Dictionary from A to Z. She's written another 40 books and card decks about dreams. She um, was actually quoted, uh, Deepak Chopra actually quoted about Teresa that she shows us the way forward is to understand that consciousness and spiritual awareness is the fundamental ground of all experience. She is so amazingly spiritual and uh, deeply present. And I'm just so thrilled to have her as a guest today. Teresa Chung, thank you for joining us to help us decode our dreams. So, Tell me what you were saying about uh, dreams being so wildly popular lately.
1: Well, dreams have always been popular. As I say, we all dream. They illustrate our shared humanity. Whatever your age, stage, political belief, you dream. And if you don't think you dream, you do. You're just not recalling. So there's always been interest in dreams. And I've been writing best-selling dream dictionaries forever. And, you know, about a couple of years ago, I was ready to sort of think, well, I'm going to do other things. I was doing podcasting. And then suddenly, of course, the pandemic struck. And Out of the blue, there was this unprecedented interest in dreaming because everybody, you know, was having weird and wonderful, grisly, surreal dreams that they wanted to understand the meaning of. And it it took a pandemic to unleash me. But here I am. And I seem to have been a, a focal point for media to come because my dream dictionaries proved so popular over the years. I do an A to Z dream dictionary. With, with HarperCollins, um, that, that I've been asked to talk about the meaning of dreams, why we dream, what's going on, why has the lockdown triggered this? And it's not going away. The interest you know, has continued with companies and brands also developing products based around dreams as even a very famous perfume company who is now developing a fragrance for women who dream. Right. I mean, forgive the pun, for a dream author, it's a dream come true. I'm sad it it took a pandemic, but I'm happy people are starting to fall in love with their dreams. Because once you do that, you fall in love with yourself.
0: Why is that? Why is falling in love with your dreams indicative of falling in love with yourself?
1: Because when you go into the world of the dream, you know, I'm an Inception movie buff, you know, that moment when everybody stops and stares at the dream. When you go into the world of the dream, you are in a hall of mirrors. You are stepping into a world created by yourself. People say, why don't my dreams make sense? The reason they don't make sense is they speak in a different language. Of course they do, because they're created in a different state of consciousness. And the language they speak is a language of symbol and metaphor. Everything in your dream, every symbol, every image, every story, every person is an aspect of your personality expressed symbolically to you to help you understand yourself better. Now, so you, sorry, oh I oh guess God, go on. And just shut me up.
0: <laughs> are you one of those people who sleep with a notebook by your bed so that you can jot down everything?
1: Oh, I've done, I mean, I've created loads of dream journals. Yes, yes, no, no, yes, absolutely, because, if you don't write your dreams down immediately, you're almost certain to forget them. And the reason is dreams come from the language of the unconscious. It cannot compete with conscious logical reality. It's too soft and gentle. So as I would say everybody listening, as soon as you wake up with stories, images, feelings, because the language of dreams is often through feelings, write them down. Because when you come and look at them again later in the day, you'll be going, oh my goodness, Yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. And honestly, your dream journal is the best book you'll ever read. I carry it everywhere. So I always have, in Oscar Wilde said, something sensational to read on the train. And I can look back at my dreams over time and how they've evolved and how they've commented on my waking life. Because that's what they do. They're a commentary on your waking life. And they're trying to help you. They're trying to show you a new perspective all the time, help you integrate aspects of yourself, heal resolve and evolve because the journey of our lives is to evolve and dreams are in inner therapist and much cheaper than going to a real one. Oh
0: wow I've never thought of decoding them but I guess for me I I used to have really wild dreams I remember my dreams keeping me awake when I was a kid wow and they were filled with, yeah they were filled with I mean you know kids all I think all kids remember their worst nightmares and things like that dreams that wake you up out of bed Obviously the one where you're peeing on yourself is a popular one. So I remember having a lot of those dreams, but I also remember having a restless childhood. And then I recall having random dreams and it would be either about ex-boyfriends or you know, people that you would never ever think to be friends with, but there you are galloping together into the sunset in a weird dream. That happened later on. And then all of a sudden now, so I'm taking you through my timeline of dreams. And I never made sense of it because it was either so wild or so random, I couldn't decode it. I didn't have your dictionary. So then now as I'm married, I don't dream at all. At least I don't, I, I heard you in the beginning, you said, you know, you're, you're just not aware of it. I really don't wake up remembering a dream. Yes, I, I don't anymore. It, it, it really changed drastically since when I was a child. So what do you think that timeline of dreams is?
1: I mean, you said that your childhood was quite difficult. Is that what you're saying? So of course, dreams, when, when your waking life is difficult, like during the pandemic, they go into overdrive. They're trying to help us. Our dreaming mind is our best friend. So that's the reason. You're probably in a more content phase in your life. So your dreaming mind can take it a bit easy. However, the reason you're not recalling is it's like if you have a friend who's if you have, if you know someone and you're constantly texting them and messaging them every day and they don't reply, or when they, when they do reply, it's like, you don't make sense. They're not interested. Your dreaming mind's like that. It's like someone trying to reach you. And if you're not paying attention to any dreams that you have or not treating them with respect or writing them down, after a while, they're going to kind of get a bit depressed and think, well, you don't, I don't matter to you. Like anything in life, dreams, uh, respond to the amount of t- attention you give them. So the fact you're even doing this podcast may well trigger dreams. I've had that when I've done media things and everything. People write to me, I say, I had this great dream tonight because you were talking about it. it it's where your attention goes. At the moment, your waking life is so, so busy and unlikely fulfilling, that you're not actually you know seeking that inspiration from your inner being. Right. Because that's what you're, you're basically talking to yourself in your dream. It's that you can call it soul if you're going to go deeply spiritual. Because, contrary to what we believe, when we go to sleep, we don't actually sleep. A part of our brain is wide awake, you know, eyes wide shut, a wide awake, a part of our brains, and that's the part of our brain that dreams. Now, scientists are trying to understand why do we dream? Because if you think they're totally pointless, why? What is this world we go into that we create? And to date, scientists still don't know. They have theories, but all of these theories can be be disproven. Um, but increasingly, sleep and dream researchers are coming to the conclusion that dreaming is psychologically healthy. And they have done studies to show that poor dream recall over time isn't actually that good for you. It can lead to, in, over time, it can lead to less creativity. Wow. Um, so I would say get, get dreaming again, because they're a source of tremendous creativity. Um, if you think of all the great artwork, literature, innovations, scientific discoveries triggered by dreams, Einstein's theories of relativity was came to him in a dream. Um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, she dreamt that plot. Paul McCartney's song yesterday, he heard it in a dream. Dreams are a source of infinite creativity. And I, I feel it's also so sad when people say, I don't recall because what they're doing, they're missing out on a huge aspect of themselves. So I
0: the best practice when you wake up is to immediately, I mean, not touch your phone, obviously not kind of think about what you have to do for the day, but just to sit and fall into your mind and see if you can Be recall. Still,
1: I always say, don't blink. That first 90 seconds is crucial and try to stay in the position that you woke up in. That's not easy because a lot of us fidget about because any conscious movement distracts you from your unconscious, your dreaming mind, that that surreal world, your soul, as I often start to call it now. So keep still for as long as you can and just just don't force it. Just see what images are coming. And if no images come or memories, how do I feel? Because some mornings we wake up feeling better than others. And that's because of what's been going on in our dream life.
0: Yeah. So yeah. write
1: down the feeling. So after a while, something will come. Write down the feeling. I feel a bit stressed. I feel happy. I feel bored. Whatever. Just write that down. And then keep asking, dreaming mind, what have you got to tell me? And things will start to filter through. Your dreaming mind, when it starts noticing that you're paying attention to it, it's going to deliver time and time and Again, it will. So just be patient with it. But if you've got into the habit of pushing your dreams in the background, it's gonna take a bit of while to re re-trigger it. And it truly is worth it because what it will do, it will show you a new perspective, show you the bigger picture and show you that all this stuff, this material stuff we put so much importance on, actually, who are we underneath all that? Right. Or is there a part of us that goes on? And who am I? What's the meaning? You know, that's, that's yeah. who you connect with. And some people, maybe, maybe you're not, you're not, I mean, when you get older, you tend to want to connect with that part more. And yeah. and it's totally common when you're really, really busy to think, well, I'm so busy in my waking life. I haven't got time and that's fine, but you will, you will come back to wanting to know what lies yeah. beneath.
0: <laughs> you make me think about, um, a, you're, you're rekindling now for me. A lot of people call me and they tell me they had dreams about me. And when you said earlier that if you don't pay attention to your dreams, it's kind of like a voice reaching out to you. Now, when, I wouldn't be surprised if my dreams or if somewhere in the universe, somebody else is getting tapped with messages for me. I've had maybe now six friends call me and tell me, Jeannie, I saw you pregnant. I saw you pregnant. I had a dream about you pregnant. It's so
1: weird. Like, it'll be a text message. Like, six friends. I've done I've done loads of phone-ins and stuff about celebrity dreams because, of course, celebrities figure in our culture now and they represent something. So when people share their dreams with you, they are sharing a part of their soul. People don't realise it's a very intimate thing to do. So it's a very sacred thing. And the fact that you speak to them so much, you are symbolised. Something about you is appearing in their dream. That is powerful indeed. Um, It means that you kind of seeped into their soul Mm-hmm. your friends, and I treat it with, I mean, that is just such an honour. I it's, It makes me tingle if people say that, because it means when you dream about other people, in when other people appear in your dream, that it's not actually them, it's what they represent to you. Dreams are personal experience, so each one of your friends, you will represent something. Something exciting, I'm sure, and something highly creative, or something experiment, I don't know, something... You symbolize, and that, that is your dreaming mind, is their dreaming mind has seized on that yes. and placed you in the dream to say, look, Jeannie has something that you need to learn for your evolution. Something about her personality needs to be integrated into you or dealt with, because if you do, you're gonna evolve. So that, oh, that's beautiful.
0: I don't take it lightly. Yeah, I definitely will take it more seriously now that you're saying it, but I've always kind of thought, God, that's so weird that such a similar reoccurring dream would would happen through my friends. So I definitely need to hit them up and tell them thank you. But it's not,
1: I mean, I mean, celebrity dreams, celebrities are big figures in our dreams because right now that these people all symbolize something. But you've got to think of all the all of all the celebrities out there. Why did their dreaming minds pick on a specific one? They could have picked on anyone. And they pick it on for a reason. I mean, the two top celebrity people that people dream about that I get is Princess Diana. Wow. Um, which is interesting. And Michael Jackson, though, I get so many about those the, because there's a whole hierarchy of it. And it's interesting that Princess Dinah is still such a powerful figure because she represented empathy and emotion. Yes. So the dreaming mind of these people has seized on that as maybe I need to be more caring or whatever. Oh, right. You know, so, and, and Michael Jackson, I don't know, experimental things. I have to look at the personal details of someone's life to really understand it. But, you know, wow. Celebrity Dreams, they have have—they—they—they they, they have a whole section in my dictionaries. It's, it, oh, it's like dreaming about flying and falling. Celebrities, of wow. course they're going to figure. Well,
0: let's pour into this a lot more because I, you know, being so excited to speak with you today, reached out to my oh, family. I'm really
1: excited to speak to you. to you. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I reached out my my family, all my listeners out there to ask anybody who is brave enough to tell me their dream if they are willing to have you take a look into it and decode what they dreamt about. Oh, gosh. Amazing responses. May I read
1: some to you? Yes, please, yes, please. Do you okay. want me to interpret or just listen?
0: I would love for you in, to interpret. These are my fans. They, you know, exposed themselves and wanted to share their dream. So I would absolutely love to hear you interpret okay. them. Okay, here we go, here we go, okay. Juicy. Okay, so we're gonna keep the, the dreamer anonymous. But this is coming straight from my DM, straight from my Instagram. This is you guys out there. Thank you so much for submitting. So one here listener said, I keep dreaming of my husband cheating on me. I wake up angry. It feels too real. What does that mean?
1: Okay, cheating dreams. Every time I do a call in or or, or feature for a media, cheating dreams always comes up i've just done whole features about them actually yeah what it means true. basically when you everybody has cheating dreams even if you're in a very loving committed relationship at some point you're probably going to have a cheating dream please don't panic your relationship is not trouble it, it's totally normal what it shows is that you're a human being and human beings are curious beings right and now in our waking life of course we of course we can't go around sleeping with who we want but in our dreaming mind we can do it safely to deal with that issue it's not necessarily that you fancy the person you're sleeping with in the dream but again something about their personality excites you or you need in your personality to grow now if you're dreaming about your partner cheating what it probably is it's not necessarily that he is cheating you know you can't roll that out but of course In 99% of cases, it is because he's probably very preoccupied with something at the moment and you're feeling a bit like, what about me? That's all it is. And he may be really deep into his work, his hobby, his pets. And that time, you want it. So he's cheating on you in a different way. That's what it's saying. Or it could be saying, you know, are you paying enough attention to your relationship um, with yourself? Are you cheating on something yourself? What does cheating mean to you? You know, are you doing your best? Are you living up to your own expectations? All these things. I mean, again, the dreamer is the best person to interpret their dream because you've got to look at it in your life, your daily life. So either the partner is a bit preoccupied or you are. Look at that. um, And you'll know when you get on the right interpretation with a dream. And I write about this a lot because when you go through all these interpretations so association, you'll suddenly get a light bulb moment. You go, I get it. As soon as you get that moment, that's the correct interpretation. You know, a gut feeling. Yeah, I get it. I've been spending more time with my dog than my partner recently. I need to go (laughs) reconnect and then you won't have
0: that dream again. So to this listener, (laughs) the best advice is to write down these dreams and check it with yourself. See how you're feeling. Do not think that, that your husband is cheating. But do look into maybe someone is feeling cheated in some other way, whether it's spending more time together or yeah. maybe um, not communicating enough together or something. There's something Absolutely. else that your inner self maybe
1: you, You've got it. Too. That's you've great. have got a
0: cheating dreams Because I want to make sure if I have these dreams, I know
1: how to decode these and not go crazy in my own head. Okay, cheating dreams sure. can feel very, very realistic and you can almost wake up feeling guilty about them. But the dreaming mind right. does that because it's mischievous. It wants you to take note and it knows that if it uses that powerful metaphor of cheating, you're going to spend time thinking about its meaning. That's all your dreaming mind wants. It just wants attention. And right. it's going to use these shocking things to do that. Wow. Okay. I'm going to
0: name our second listener just so we can help her out. Her name is, we're going to call her Snoozy. Okay. Just <laughs> We're talking about dreams snoozy says i've had a reoccurring dream ever since i was a little girl and the only way i can describe it is that i'm standing in a giant piece of pure white paper that's getting crumpled into a ball around me over and over again when i'm awake and think about it it's not scary at all but while i'm dreaming it's a nightmare and i wake up freaking out
1: yes that- scary <laughs> <laughs> what Scary paper. Well, of course, a blank sheet to write on and the paper's getting crumpled that she's worried time's running out. But there's nothing written on it. It's all blank. I would suggest that she starts writing down her thoughts and her ideas, you know, that it's, it's untapped potential. That is such an untapped potential dream. It's saying this is blank piece of white paper. And because it's blank, it's kind of suffocating you. It needs to have words on it. Paper needs to have words on it. Put something in it, input something into it. That's what I would I would look at it. So maybe
0: it's tapping on her to pay attention to her
1: creativity, to her- Yeah, I mean, it's a blank piece of paper, That, if I'm correct, it's white. White yeah. also is, is very purity and innocence and beginnings, but we need to start actually writing on that paper, filling it with words, with, with substance, Um, um, Because when you do that, then it won't, I don't think it will suffocate her as much. It's crumpling around because it's like, notice me, do something. You so much more to you than meets the eye, come on. It's a come on dream for me, that. Oh my gosh, okay. Snoozy, I hope that helps you. In fact, (laughs) you know who
0: I'm talking to. Try that out, try out Teresa's advice and let us know what happens, please. I'm actually, Marav, can you, respond back to that dm cuz i know you're on but respond back to that dm and make sure she listens to this podcast cuz i'd love for these people to try out what you're saying Teresa and to hear okay. back <laughs> Okay, so our next sleepy listener we are going to call PJ. So PJ says, I keep seeing my ex-boyfriend. He's oh another ex. He's the one who got away in the dream. We never talk, but I see him and I wake up with palpitations and butterflies in my stomach. I am now married. So I don't know what this means. I wake up really happy, like that new and exciting feeling when you meet someone and get ready to go out on a date. Ooh, that one's hard. That one's hard. Oh,
1: yeah. No, it again, it it means, of course, our first love, you know, a past love. That's what it's meaning is I want more adventure. That's all it means. And it doesn't necessarily mean if she's in a current relationship that she's fed up with that. It just means a bit more adventure. You want the feeling that you got, not the person. It's the feeling that, that, that oh. this dream is it's the emotion, the feeling of excitement, mystery, magic, yeah. maybe in the current relationship, you know, marriage tends to do that when it goes into a routine, you know, it's hard to keep it as exciting, it, you know, it's gonna ebb and flow, but it's just saying she wants a bit of that again. She maybe wants a bit of the excitement and the adventure, not the ex, right? but it's what the ex symbolizes, which is that, wow, that excitement, that euphoria. That's what it symbolizes, not not him or her. That's what it is. Okay, that makes me feel
0: better when you say, your dream is about the feeling, not yeah, the
1: Yeah, or actual. language is the Activate feeling of the actual
0: person. That's really helpful to look into the feeling you get from your dream, instead of worrying about the participants or the person. Okay, that's great. You're,
1: if You sleep with other people in your dreams, you're sleeping with aspects of yourself. Everything you're doing, you're doing with yourself. If you can look at it that way, it's a hall of mirrors, right? That's what you're stepping into. Go and watch Inception, everybody, with Leonardo DiCaprio. That that Christopher Nolan, the director, really, because actually he's a, a very vivid lucid dreamer, and it's because of his lucid dreams that he created inception because he wanted to show the world the power of dreams yes. it's so right you can incubate a dream you can actually wake up in your dreams that's called lucid dreaming that's another thing where you can actually influence the outcome of your dream but that's that's a another huge story but everything in the dream is aspects of you you know i love those scenes and i wish everybody would see it when everything in the dream suddenly stops and stares at the dreamer oh my god because they're all aspects and the thing is we all have infinite different aspects of our personality's shadow side the shadow side tends to appear strongly in our dreams because we don't deal with it we don't show it in our waking life you know our, our waking life we, we're not allowed to show our shadow side and we all have it even the kindest purest person has a shadow side you know mother Teresa even talked about the dark night of her soul you know christ went into the wilderness to be tempted you know we all have a shadow side uh, but we can't express that in our real life we can't these impulses we can't live out because, you know, we're a civilized society. Dreams. Let's do it safely. Right. To okay. Us I have questions for PJ then.
0: So I'm I'm gonna ask this question. PJ isn't asking this, but I'm gonna ask this. Being that she's married, and she does need to communicate with her spouse, if you know, more excitement is something that's necessary in her life. Or
1: well, adventure. It could be adventure.
0: Adventure. Okay. Do you think it's important she shares the details of her dream with her spouse or do you think that we should leave that out? Should we keep that to ourselves? Well, spouse?
1: that's her personal thing. I mean, your dreaming mind and you are just that for you. You don't have to share Everything, and I think that's the thing is you, if you overshare in a relationship, that's also, can, can can kill it, can't it? I know we need to be open, but you know, something needs to be for you. This is for you, but being aware of what her dreaming mind is trying to tell her, try and find ways in her waking life to say, hey, let's go away for a weekend. Let's have a bit more fun, or let's do a hobby together. It could be nothing sexual. It could be not not even that. It could just simply about what the, I mean, if that's flopping in front of the television every night. It's got into a routine. Right. Shake it up, that's all it's saying. In, in the relationship, needs more. Got it. Or okay. just maybe share share more jokes. Anything, yeah, yeah. something do, meet for all coffee right. more often. Something like
0: Jay, I wanna hear what happens, so please do let us know how it works out. Okay, I've heard about this dream a lot. This one is going to be Nightcap. Nightcap said, I've had this dream multiple times. All my teeth fall out at once. What's that about, Teresa? How do you
1: uh, It's one of the top 10 most common dreams.
0: Yeah, that is a common dream.
1: And as I said, it is. most people have recurring dreams. I'll talk about recurring dreams. The reason um, you have a recurring dreams is because you're not getting it, right? Until you get the message of a dream, you're going to keep having it. And your dreaming mind will escalate the tension. So it becomes more and more nightmarish until you finally get what your dreaming mind is trying to tell you. Teeth falling out is so common because it shows um, a different stage in life. When babies lose their teeth, it's a sign they're maturing. And so it could symbolize in your waking life that you're, a phase of your life is ending and another is beginning. But also I have noticed a dramatic increase in um, teeth falling out dreams because, um, because of social media because teeth is also about appearance concern about appearance and now it's always been a common dream over time but i I was writing dream dictionaries before social media was huge but i've noticed so many people messaging me about this now it's almost like oh for goodness sake and it's about how you appear or how you express yourself to others another interpretation she needs to look at all these interpretations to see which one hits is when you bare your teeth in the animal kingdom it's anger or so what is there something she's angry about or something that you said that you need to bite your your lip have a look at that so it could be communication anger appearance or a new phase in your life I mean I know that sounds very expansive but again it's the personal interpretation that needs to come in and they'll know when the interpretation is right because you'll get a light bulb I get it I need to do this new perspective here
0: Wow. That's a great one. Thank you. All right. All right. Let's
1: get in one more. How do you feel? Well, oh, absolutely. I, the thing is, I'm a dream vampire. This is what I've done all my life. I just feed on them. So I'm kind of unhealthily addicted to dreams. I always say the most exciting part of your life is when your head hits the pillow at night. I, and I'm not joking. Aww, I, 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 I dream. If I, if I wake up in the morning and I haven't had wonderful dreams, I feel kind of sad. Because I, they, are, they are my life, I, what I write about. So. <laughs> okay, okay. so no, it's a treat to talk and about it. I definitely it. want to squeeze <laughs> in one more while we have your time. Okay,
0: um, we'll name this person Under the Stars. So Under the Stars said, my dad passed away very suddenly from a heart attack. My sister and I keep having these dreams about him. So now there's two people. My sister and I keep having these dreams about him coming back to life. And that his death was just temporary and everything is back to normal now. Is this Is this his spirit trying to connect with us or is it our subconscious
1: denial? Oh, that, okay. That has been researched. That That is beautiful. My heart goes out to you for the loss, but um, there is research into dreams of the bereaved actually. And in over 90% of cases, having dreams of a departed loved one actually helps the healing process. Um, so it's a very positive thing to dream about a departed loved ones. I had that when my uh, parents died and it was the most, it helped more than grief therapy because it does make you feel, I mean, of course, this can't be proven. We don't know if there's life after death, but dreams of the afterlife can be so vivid and realistic. It's almost like you've met them. Yeah. and in certain cultures of course there is a belief that dreams are the window to spirit to to that eternal part of us uh, we don't know but i would say yes it is an afterlife sign and i think it is a way of them showing that they go on and that they are there for you and they are alive with you within you and within your dreams there's a beautiful movie actually um quite old now called What Dreams May Come. It's quite dated, but go and watch that. It's, it's really a powerful, beautiful, beautiful film. And I do believe it is an afterlife sign. Now I've talked about dreams as symbolic and psychological, and that's about 99.5% of dreams, but there is that 5% of dreams. And I have worked with scientists who are researching that, that do appear to be afterlife communications, that do appear to be telepathic or precognitive. They're fascinating. And uh, they, they need they merit more research those kind of dreams and it it seems like this is very much an afterlife dream. Wow!
0: Oh my gosh, Teresa, and it's beautiful. I'm so appreciative for your your knowledge and your experience and your passion. You are so passionate wow. about this that it actually feels like someone from the other side of the world answering all these questions because so many times we wake up. And if it's our own, if our, it's our own selves reaching out to us, we absolutely have to listen. You're and talking to
1: yourself in your sleep. Yes. You are.
0: You we never are. never ignore ourselves awake. So why would we ignore ourselves in our sleep?
1: Exactly. You never sleep. You don't actually sleep. We think wow. we do. When you go to sleep, your body doesn't rest because we fidget in our sleep and our minds don't rest. Yeah. So why do we go to sleep? Mm. Scientists don't actually know the reason for sleep. I firmly believe, but they do know that if people have deprived of REM, that's rapid eye movement sleep, which is where most dreaming happens, depression and anxiety occur. And mm-hmm. death is swifter. So I think the reason we go to sleep is to dream. I think it's dreams that are keeping us alive. And I think in dreams, we meet who we truly are and have to work it all out. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to see it too.
0: Teresa, how can we support you? Can you tell us where exactly we can shop your book and
1: how we can how can we follow your journey of dreams? Oh, thank you so much. I have a website, www.teresachung.com. I'm on socials and my biggest setting, um, uh, which has gone all over the world, is the Dream Dictionary from A to Z, published by HarperCollins way back in 2006, but reissued last year because such demand. An interest in dreaming, which is a dream come true, forgive the pun.
0: (laughs) Amazing. So we're going to have your links on our podcast here, wherever you guys are listening, please do um, DM me. If you've listened to this podcast and if we've answered any of your dream inquiries, please let us know what it, uh, how the story turns out. Once you, take a deeper look into the message behind these dreams and do reach out to Teresa. Her name is spelled C-H-E-U-N-G, but we'll also have that in the links below. Teresa, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you for helping us understand ourselves more.
1: And thank you for all you are and do. I I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, of course. Thank you, sweet dreams. (laughs) Thank you. Bye, Teresa. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye.